Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. I'm out of breath. Had to run up two flights of stairs there. Checking to see what the headlines are going to be in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. Not a lot of big sports news there. Never know. Always like to check in the morning when the paper arrives. And uh, there isn't a ton in there. But two different stories that I think are intriguing directly connected to the NFL momentarily. First, Garrett Cole agreeing to a $324 million deal. Uh, to join the Yankees. Uh, that is a nice way to start off the holiday season. Nine-year, I believe, $324 million contract. And unlike a lot of the football contracts, for instance, that we hear, all of that money is guaranteed. So he is going to be making nearly a quarter of a billion dollars over the next nine years uh, to pitch for the New York Yankees. That is a Merry Christmas indeed. Happy holidays, whatever holiday designation of your choice you celebrate. That's a good one. Uh, So that is news that is out there. The Yankees solidifying their uh, starting pitching rotation uh, to a large extent with that deal. Also, the Nats keeping Strasburg and signing him to a big deal. So it's been a good time to be a Major League Baseball pitcher in the offseason. And again, if you can become a pro athlete 
and you can pitch at a high level or you can play baseball at a high level, man, these guaranteed money that baseball players make are just off the charts, particularly if you factor in their bodies aren't beaten up at the end of their careers compared to certainly football players. Uh, speaking of football players, uh, Le'Veon Bell did not uh, was not healthy enough to play, according to Le'Veon Bell. He had the flu. But the night before the Jets were set to play, Le'Veon Bell from 10.30 to 1 a.m. went out bowling. And to his credit, he bowled a 251. To the downside, a lot of people noticed that he wasn't playing in the game, yet he was healthy enough to be out there uh, bowling. I think we got a couple of audio clips for you. First up, Adam Gase, the Jets coach, was asked about uh, Le'Veon Bell being out bowling, and he had this to say. That wasn't his fault that we said that he was still contagious. That's what the doctors told him. I'd rather him not be. I'd rather be him at home just getting better. But that'll be a conversation we have. I mean, we have a late start today, so I'll have a chance to, to talk with him. So that's Adam Gase talking about it. Le'Veon Bell came in. He talked to the media about the bowling uh, situation, said he was surprised it was a big story. Surprises became such a big thing. Oh, yeah, I, I am, for real. Um, the bigger surprise, I rolled a 251 off the flu. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bigger surprise. That career high. Game? That's my career high. 251? 251. What, what off the sickness. 238. 238. Yeah, 251. No 710 splits. <laughs> nah, no, thank goodness. Nah. <laughs> The bigger surprise, I rolled a 251 off the flu. <laughs> That's the bigger surprise. That is, I think we're playing the same audio twice in a row there. Uh, that is really kind of crazy. We wanted to was, make sure we heard him correctly. Yeah, that is really kind of amazing that he thought that it was a surprise, that it was a big story, that he would uh, that he would be called out for not playing in a football game but being out bowling. And if he's actually being honest, this is just proof that Le'Veon Bell is an idiot. Because, I, I mean, is he Ferris Bueller? I mean, I think anybody out there who was calling in sick and then was out bowling, I look, I understand that there is more physical health required to be a football player than to be a bowler. I don't think anybody would uh, dispute that. But if you're healthy enough to be out late night bowling, then I think you're healthy enough to be playing football. And I would suspect that the vast majority of you would agree with that as well. And this is just a really bad look for Le'Veon Bell, who, as I said in hour one, should be smart enough to understand that he's famous. And so if he's out, somebody's going to get video or photographs of him bowling when he supposedly is not healthy enough to play for the Jets. So this is a dumb uh, decision by Le'Veon Bell. Speaking of dumb decisions, the Patriots and whoever in their organization made the decision to send this camera crew to Cleveland that ended up taping the sideline of the Cincinnati Bengals, also an incredibly dumb decision there, uh, such that if I were in the Patriots' brain trust, whether it's Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, whoever it is on the organizational side, I would fire whoever made the decision to make this video for just being too dumb to be employed by the Patriots. Because the best case scenario defense for the New England Patriots is we decided to fly a film crew to Cleveland to video a story for Patriots.com about our scouting department. 
which no one is going to watch, and which, by the way, why do you need to go to Cleveland to interview this guy? Why can't you just do it uh, in uh, in Pittsburgh? I mean, in 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 your hometown, in the New England Patriots offices. Like, do you really gain that much by going on the road with a camera crew with this guy? And I think, like many of you, I am just of the opinion that the Patriots don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. If you consistently put yourself on the edge of the rules, then when you find yourself on the edge of the rules again and again and again, I'm not inclined to believe that you are telling the truth. So I think uh, we have Bill Belichick addressing this question uh, with the Cincinnati media on a conference call yesterday. Here is Belichick trying to explain what the Patriots were doing. I have no involvement in this and no knowledge of it. and I really don't don't have any idea what, what exactly is going on. I can tell you that you know we've never, as a coaching staff, and I personally have never viewed any, any video footage at all anything that those production people have done, you know, other than what's shown on, on public television or something like that. Uh, we, we don't have anything to do with what they, with what they do. So I really don't, don't have much knowledge of the situation at all. Okay. So question, I'm going to bring in the crew here. You can also weigh in if you'd like on Twitter at Clay Travis, who is dumber Le'Veon Bell or the Patriots organization for putting the team in this situation by taking that video during the Bengals and uh, Browns game. Who made a dumber decision, Le'Veon or the Patriots organization, Danny G? Oh, this is a tough one. Ah, boy. As Harry Gagnon told us earlier, this is kind of the first big dust-up that Le'Veon Bell has had with the Jets so far. And, I mean, Belichick or any of the immediate Patriots we're always talking about, they're not the ones that were holding a video camera. I'm going to say the Patriots just because – they're, uh, you know, a multiple-time offender here. And you've talked about it a lot yesterday where if you have this in your past, you just can't make the mistake of having anybody credentialed as far as your organization goes and they film a sideline. That, yeah, that, ju- that just can't happen. That's why I would fire people if I'm the Patriots. I think the Patriots are dumber uh, than Le'Veon. Le- Le'Veon Bell is probably not making any way – anywhere near intelligent decision. Remember the same guy who had like multiple women in his house and called the police because they had stolen all of his uh, all of his jewelry. I think Le'Veon Bell probably makes regularly bad decisions. So this is a, a latest bad decision for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, but I think the Patriots decision here, whoever made this call, it's so dumb that I would fire them. Like I would, whoever the boss is of the Patriots organization that signed off on this, I would fire them for being dumb. And if this was the camera crew that uh, that that made this decision and there, nobody else knew exactly what was going on, I would fire the camera crew too. I mean, somebody here needs to pay for this stupidity uh, of the Patriots. It's, it's a little bit like I, I am willing to give you a pass on doing something dumb once, even if potentially it might be criminal. This is my issue with Jameis Winston when, uh, when I said, uh, look, I wouldn't – draft Jameis Winston number one overall I don't believe he makes intelligent enough decisions to be the leader of my team and I think you see Jameis Winston play like this but if you were Jameis Winston and you were being investigated for rape would you decide to walk out of a Publix with crab legs probably not like if I were under the public scrutiny 
uh, I would not do that. And if you had narrowly avoided being charged with rape, would you in any way ever put yourself in a situation where you could have the Uber incident like Jameis Winston had? No, I wouldn't, right? I mean, if you truly believe that you did nothing wrong and you were investigated as long as Jameis Winston was for sexual assault, I would never put myself in a situation again where I could remotely be accused of doing anything inappropriate. Do you believe Bill Belichick when he says he doesn't know anything about their production team? Yeah, I, I you do. You believe that I, part I, of it? I, because he's such a, an attention to detail yeah, guy that you would think that he's got his finger on everything. No, I mean, look, I think they do videos at Patriots.com all the time that Bill Belichick knows nothing about. Right now, but I, then I think, why would those guys be filming a sideline? Because a lot of teams employ dumb people. I mean, when when you're given the choice between there being a grand conspiracy or a person behaving in a dumb fashion, I almost always pick the dumb person. Right? Like incompetence is more common than like genius criminality. And I understand that we live in a universe where people believe like, oh, there's grand conspiracies going on. I'm not going to get necessarily political here. But like, I think everything that you get mad about Donald Trump doing if you're a politician, if you just assume that he is a sort of bumbling doofus at times and makes like back in the day, like when Ronald Reagan was sort of this benevolent, uh, nice guy but sometimes also a bumbling idiot due to his age. Like, if you presume that someone is not trying to do something incredibly nefarious in a grand conspiracy, I think almost always incompetence is more likely than uh, some sort of grand design to cheat, right? Um, And so uh, I, I think almost always, if you lean towards the side of incompetence, I think that the Patriots probably have... Uh, a film crew that doesn't make very much money, and they were thinking to themselves, "Oh, we're going to use some of this sideline footage as B-roll of what you know a scout might do," and they're not really thinking about what the impact's going to be because they're not very intelligent and they're not thinking about their job in the larger context of the Patriots' reputation. But I, I just, I, I can well imagine when you're in a big organization, especially in the middle of the season, I think there's virtually 0% chance that Belichick would be involved in what their footage could be. Now, if you want to believe in a conspiracy, it would be that somebody who's lower level at the Patriots has been using this camera crew to help get an advantage that they are doing without Belichick's knowledge but they take the advantage that they glean to Belichick as a part of the scouting department. I could see that. For instance, you know, like Nick Saban, who they have a great documentary going on right now on HBO with Saban and Belichick. Nick Saban has all these quality control assistants who help to put together game plans, and some of the guys are former coaches. And so it wouldn't stun me if those guys, one of the benefits of having those quality control coaches is they can watch so much footage of games that they might be able to glean and pick up on tendencies that an average team coaching staff would not have the time to do to get ready for games. I can see maybe that, but I think this is much more likely to be incompetence. I think this is more likely to be incompetence. I think Le'Veon Bell's decision is dumber, but I think in the grand scheme of things, the Patriot reputation makes this overall position 
worse for the Patriots than the Jets have with Le'Veon. What do you think here, Dub? Which is dumber? Le'Veon Bell going bowling when he's not healthy enough to play football or the Patriots organization filming uh, on the road the Cincinnati Bengals sideline? Yeah, I think in the grand scheme of things, it has to be the Patriots because you got to know with that organization, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt with that kind of thing because in the past, there's been some scandals. And another thing, you have to realize you're the Patriots. All eyes are always on you. If this is the Jaguars last week filming the Raiders-Titans game, getting ready for their upcoming game against Oakland, this is not even a story. So just because of that, I'm going to go with the Patriots being the dumber decision. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there are a lot of other teams that nobody would even blink at, and that's because they don't have the reputation that the Patriots have. What about you, Eddie? Which one is dumber? No, I think it's Le'Veon Bell. Uh, There's a slight chance, unlikely, but a slight chance that the Patriots were just doing a feature on their – that they uh, did advanced. absolutely nothing There's a wrong. Slight at all. chance. Yes. There's no chance Le'Veon Bell didn't do anything wrong, and he's not even trying to say that he didn't do anything wrong. He doesn't even care. I mean, he's dumber. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. That we know that Le'Veon made the decision that he made intentionally, whereas the Patriot film crew can just look bad. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that's a decent argument, Roberto. What you got? Uh. The Patriots are bigger idiots. There's there's no football-related thing that, that's going on with the Patriots that Bill Belichick does not know about. Uh, see, I disagree completely with that. No, I don't. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> Bill Belichick doesn't know that they are doing a, uh, a the Patriots.com. I mean, I would love to know. You guys can probably look this up on YouTube. Like, how many people actually watch these Patriots.com videos? I'm not talking about videos like – oh, highlight video of what happened in the most recent game. Obviously, those are very popular. I'm talking about behind-the-scenes stories about, like, the scouting department. This is not something that tons of people are watching. So I do buy into the fact that there's no way Belichick knew about the individual stories that Patriots.com are doing. Um, I I think that he focuses on things that impact game uh, results and I just don't buy into it. This I at think all. he's too busy to send guys out and say do this. But if your organization thrives on getting whatever edge they can get, can't you see some of these lower level video guys in the organization maybe going to coaches after the fact of filming another team and saying yeah, I, can, I got some info and they get dapped up and kind of a pat on the back because they're pushing the line. I, I could see that happening, but we work at Fox Sports Radio. What percentage of Fox Sports Radio content that gets put out do you know about? Well, I mean, I'm part of putting the the content on the website, so I'm the wrong one to ask about that. Cowherd, myself, Doug Gottlieb, we're all fairly important at Fox Sports Radio, right? Yeah, you don't see the articles till they're posted. Yeah, right. Zero idea. Zero idea what's going to get clipped from this show. Zero idea what's going to get clipped from Colin Cowherd's show. Like, people out there may be like, oh, Clay knows everything that's involved with his show. No, I don't. And there's relatively few people that are actually involved in working in this show. So do but, sometimes... But Dub and I, who do the tweets, we both know what's okay with you and what's not. Right. And so but, that's my point, is that after I would the get, fact... But who gets blamed if something goes out on my show and it turns into a big story? Me. People well, not like, from the bosses. I would get blamed. Yeah, right. But publicly, anytime something goes out from this show, they're like, oh my God, look at what Clay Travis is doing or whatever else. Yet there are a lot of people that are working under my name that I don't have anything. Like It's not like I'm looking at every single thing that's going out. 
and I'm uh, uh, busy, but not Bill Belichick level busy. So I tend to think that even for someone who is very involved in what they do, you can't be involved in every single minuscule detail because you'll miss the big picture thing. So I tend to think that Bill Belichick doesn't know anything. I think if you want to ascribe a nefarious motive to this, it's that a low-level staffer might review this footage that they got, check to see if they could steal any signals or any benefits that could work its way into a scouting report, and Belichick might not have any clue how that information was compiled. I think that's possible, uh, but I think the idea that he's watching you know, eight minutes of footage. Now, the other thing I would question is, have the Patriots produced similar video for other teams? In other words, are they doing stories like these such a regular basis that they're on the road uh, filming these on a regular basis? And also, could I see the footage? I think a lot of fans would like to see the footage, but my thought is that the dumber decision is probably the Patriots given their background compared to Le'Veon. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we bring in now Jeff Schwartz uh, to hang out with us. Uh, Jeff, we were asking the question to start off hour two. Dumber decision. The Patriots or whoever made the decision in the Patriots organization to be in Cleveland taping the Cincinnati Bengals sideline or Le'Veon Bell for going bowling from 1030 to 1 a.m. <laughs> and then not being able to play because he has the flu in a football game. Oh, well, easily the Patriots. I mean, the Radio and Bell thing is funny. It just goes to show you that some of these guys just don't get it, right? Just, he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand, um, you know, that the spotlight's always on him. He doesn't understand that um, he's always going to be noticed, doesn't understand how it plays um, in New York with the fan base to, to be sick and then also be bullied. And Baker Mayfield doesn't get it either, right? He's, so some guys just don't seem to ever get it. They wrote, now, the Patriots thing, Look, I think it's um, a lot, um, mostly to do about nothing, much to do about nothing, but it's the Patriots and they're going to get hammered for, for doing this. The thing that's been reported about what they're, guys, there's no signaling plays anymore. So I don't know what, they have, we have radios in the NFL, even on defense now. The old Spygate, the first time it happened, every defensive coach was signaling plays because they didn't have the radio communication to the defense. Ever since then, they've changed that. So I don't know what they're trying to gather from taping the Bengals. I think what they were trying to do is just get video on Zach Taylor's movements, the new head coach there, and just get an idea of of what you know what he does during a game. Now, again, not legal to do that to film where they were. They could have done that from upstairs. They could have had someone in the crowd doing it um, because you know Belichick loves to study coaches and how they act during games. Um, but I do not think they're trying to steal signals. There's nothing to steal. Um, and I think some of that, that, that that's been reported has just been wrong. We've seen many players that have not played for the Patriots. I did not. Um, defensive players that said, look, guys, that's not true. There's no signaling anymore. Like, with, with that reporting is not true. So, um, and I went back and watched the first eight minutes of that game that when they were supposedly recording. And the Bengals, not one player looked over to the sidelines for an adjustment, as I thought. And the radios were working. So I think they were just trying to film Zach Taylor and just see what he does during a game um, more than anything else. Uh, we're talking to Jeff Schwartz. Uh, okay, what about the Le'Veon decision? What do you, how do you think this plays in the locker room? Uh, and what percentage of guys do you think get it? You know, put in quotation marks in the locker room. Would understand, hey, if you're missing a game because you have the flu, you shouldn't be out Ferris Bueller style uh, at, a, you know, at a bowling alley from 10.30 to 1 in the morning uh, bowling if you are not healthy enough to play in a football game? Um, I think a lot of guys 
get it. That's why we don't see a lot of guys do, making these errors. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just as simple as, you know, here's the thing. It's, it's, if, when you, if you realize it's like a professional athlete in the NFL, like you have a short career, right, relatively speaking to your entire life. Like I played NFL for eight years, right? I, I retired at 30 years old, okay? <laughs> My mom retired the same year at like, at like 63, okay? Like, yeah. I mean, right, right? Like you, you're retiring at 30. Like there were things I did not do as a, a professional athlete, knowing that I still have the rest of my life to do those things. And you kind of have to understand that you have to sacrifice going bowling when you're sick to maybe not piss off your teammates and your fan base and your ownership and your coaches. Just you know, maybe stay home and I watch a movie. You can bowl when you retire. You can bowl when you're healthy. Like just take, and I don't think players understand that you have to. You, you might not be able to do what you want all the time. But no one ever tells players no, especially like, you know, Le'Veon Bell held out from the Steelers, which is uh, stupid. He lost $15 million, which was stupid. He then signed with the Jets for a, a deal that probably was below market value. Not very. So he said no one to tell him no, right? He said everything he wanted to do. And now, I've got away with everything so far. I'm going to go bowling when I'm sick. And so I think most of us get it. I think a lot of us, um, I think that uh, we understand the sacrifices, like not bowling when you're sick, that you have to make is barely a sacrifice to an NFL player. But, you know, Lavin doesn't get it. Baker does not get it. Um, you know, some of the, the high-profile guys just don't get it. Uh, we're talking to Jeff Schwartz. How big of a win? Your brother's on the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. How big of a win was it for the Chiefs to go into Foxborough and beat the Patriots? Well, it's big just thing for confidence. You know, now you have to go back into – New England, most likely, the way the playoffs are setting up um, in the uh, divisional, divisional round. round. Yeah. So just you know, just just the idea of being in the first time uh, gives you confidence. But I will say this is a win, and I said this the other day. I wrote about it. Um, you know, it's it's just it's probably not as good as you think it is. The Chiefs have had issues in offense this year, stringing together points through various quarters. I mean, they scored twenty eight against Oakland this year. They scored seventeen of their twenty three in one quarter against. The Patriots, I mean, they only scored three points in the second half, and there were opportunities to just kind of salt the game away. They couldn't do it. They can't run the football right now. Um, so it was a good win for them. Their pass defense is much improved. Um, but, again, I, I never would count out the Patriots in the playoffs. But good teams win. I mean, look, they keep winning. They, they won the division four years in a row. Um, Andy Reid now made the playoffs uh, five out of six years. My brother has been there four years. He's won the, 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 the West four times. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh of the AFC playoff contenders, right? I mean, the AFC seems relatively simple. You've got, uh, right now, the Texans and the Titans dueling for the AFC South. Uh, you've got the Steelers uh, and the Bills. Four of those teams I just mentioned, probably only three of them are going to make the playoffs. Which of those teams will not? The Texans, the Titans, the Steelers, and the Bills. Who are you most confident in of those four? Well, I don't, know, I don't know how you can be confident in all the Texans. Um, yeah. You know, they, you know they, they get blown out by the Ravens. They play decently well against the Colts and Patriots, and they just don't even show up. Um, and, you, know, I, you know, I know your Titans are hot right now. I just don't know, I just don't know when we're going to get, like, the Ryan Tannehill game we, all, we always expect to happen. <laughs> you know, this is probably not who he is, but it's obviously awesome to ride the wave of, of you know, his abilities at, you know, at the moment where he's, you know, he's, he's – Flash and pass is unbelievable. They're running the ball better. The defense is good. I mean, you know, 91-yard touchdowns. Um, you know, they're just hot right now. And the question is, is that going to continue the next three weeks? You have two games against the Texans. We'll find out. Uh, Titans, I should say. Um, and 
I think the Steelers and Bills uh, play this weekend. The Steelers win that game. I think they're probably in the sixth spot. You know, their offense has not been very good. I know the Duck story is great, but they've been only converting 18% in the red zone the last three weeks. That's atrocious, and they're basically winning uh, with their defense and just making barely enough plays. I'm, and I'm just not as high on the Bills as other people are. Their offense is not very good, and you can't be one-dimensional very often to make the playoffs and actually have any damage in the playoffs. So – you said the Titans, and and I do think that storyline has been fascinating. Ryan Tannehill is six and one, and the uh, the Texans are coming to Nashville. Who would you make the favorite right now in the AFC South? I mean, right now you think you have to ride with the Titans. I mean, it's not it's not um, again. I think a lot of us are saying you know great, obviously for Tannehill, um, great for you know football. The story is great. You know the Titans are playing well, but at what point is it kind of not, you know, not going to be, you know, we'll get the, the real Ryan Tannehill. I think for the Titans too, you're in a situation where um, the future, this is not kind of not good for the future because if you get suckered into buying Ryan Tannehill for another couple of years, you're going to have issues. Um, and as a Titans fan, I mean, you don't want, you don't want this guy, right? For next year, like you need a new quarterback. And I feel like you might be in the same spot and the bears might be in the spot with, with Trubisky where you kind of get fooled by a couple games and all of a sudden you're stuck with a quarterback who's not as good next year. But in the meantime, yeah, look, I mean, it, Let it, it is. Let it ride now. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch now. Let it ride. I agree. Uh, so, okay, what about in the NFC picture? Do you think players spend as much time worried about, let's say, the drop between one and five, which we got going on right now with the 49er race against the Seahawks? The 49ers get a big win on the road against the Saints, go from the five seed to the one. The Seahawks fall from the two to the five. Who wins the NFC West may well determine who has overall home field advantage, which is huge, but also may determine who is the number one wild card, which means you go on the road for the entirety of the playoffs. How big in a player's mind is that difference? Well, I don't think players really view it like that. I think that, that, that the idea for us is, is just getting the dance, right? If you get in the dance, you have a chance to win. But I think looking at it from above, like if you're a coach or you're a front office you know, play, uh, personnel, you, you love you know, getting home field advantage. And, and just look at, you look at the reasons why the NFC is so important that the Niners had to have won that game. So Drew Brees is 6-1 and one all-time at home in the playoffs. His one loss, by the way, was last year against the Rams. Russell Wilson's 5-0 and at home in the playoffs. So both the teams ahead of the 49ers, possibly, obviously, are 11-1 all-time at home in the playoffs with those starting quarterbacks. So Levi Stadium, when the Niners play, is not a great home field advantage. But it's not New Orleans. It's not Seattle. And so the ability to play in your home stadium in those two games, possibly, is huge versus obviously having to go as a wild-card team to the NFC. I mean, I'd say in the AFC, if you were the wild card team like Buffalo, you might have a decent shot to maybe, if it was not Buffalo, another team, I don't even know who it would be. You have a decent shot to kind of make you know, make the AFC championship game. In the NFC, you're not going on the road and winning all those games. I mean, the NFC is a, is a monster. Physical teams, um, good quarterbacks, good coordinators, good defenses. Um, so being you know, having a bye spending one week to recover, then also just not having to go to New Orleans and Seattle for the Niners is huge for them. Uh, I know we talk college football a decent amount. The playoff is set. Do you think the college football playoff committee got the teams right and in the right order? Uh, I would say they probably did. Um, look, I, I think that the Big Ten was just a tad 
down this year. I mean, LSU, they dominated the SEC. And we know the SEC conference is better than any conference around. I mean, we, we, we get that, right, guys? So I'm fine with LSU being number one. Um, I think they're going to smoke Oklahoma. The total, by the way, is like 80. It's wild. That game's going to have a lot of points. I was really looking forward to if Baylor had been Oklahoma, and I, I was already, I had my tweets, I have them saved in the inbox folder um, for to some for Oregon and make it in over Baylor. Because if you are going to, to ever um, look at scheduling tough in the, you know, in, in the non-conference and making it actually matter, this would have been the year, right? Baylor like had UTSA and Rice and, I don't know, San Antonio State they had, in the first three games. Yeah, three guaranteed and, wins. And it would have been, you know, and, you know, this is an argument. Look, I, I'm glad Oregon played Auburn. We have Ohio State next year coming to, to Oregon Week 2, which will be a, a fabulous contest. Um, but really, you know, those are great and all, but there's no, there's no point in playing them. If we, if we had played Portland State this year, we, we'd be in the playoffs. And everyone says, well, that's not true. Look at Utah. Utah played BYU and, like, Northern Illinois and someone else, and they were in the, number five. So the idea that scheduling tough, I know if you win that game, you kind of put yourself in the driver's seat. But I don't know if the risk is worth the reward of that. So until the committee rewards teams for playing tough out-of-conference games, well, they're great to watch on TV. I don't know why Oregon would ever do it. Uh, outstanding stuff as always, my man. We will uh, talk to you next week. All right, take care. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. This is Animal Thunderdome. All right, we haven't done this in a while. I think there's probably been a lot of animal and human battles that we have missed. So you start us off, Danny G. Right. A lot of death, so yeah. fair warning here. Dark, dark start to the morning for a lot of people here. Wildlife officials in Kenya's capital city of Nairobi are searching for a stray lion that mauled a man to death a couple of days ago outside the national park there. With this lion on the loose, the Kenya Wildlife Service uh, has urged residents to avoid walking at night until the lion is captured. The remains of the victim, whose name was Rono Simeon, were found this past Monday. The victim's head and arm were found by an unnamed passerby. That's not a good sign. Uh, While the lion also was spotted nearby. In a statement on Monday, the KWS says they're saddened by the tragic death of this man, and uh, they say they are searching with a team of rangers for this lion they say they will dart and remove it we're reaching out to the family of the deceased with a view to visiting and consoling them yeah well it reminds me of remember when everybody was all upset online about that cecil the lion getting killed and then somebody wrote an article uh saying like hey where i live lions kill people so we don't get that worked up about people killing lions which i thought was uh was kind of interesting because, you know, people are all fired up about uh, conservation and everything else. But when you get killed by the animals regularly, and there are a lot of lion maulings that still happen, uh, the perspective is a little bit different. What else we got? What do you think would be worse, going out with a lion tearing you apart or a crocodile chewing you up? If you had to choose. I, 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 I don't know. That's <laughs> such a, a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough, tough way to go. Um I think that their water would be scarier. I don't know. Just because I feel like you're more likely to see the lion coming 
which, like, it sucks to get killed by a lion, but I feel like the the, the attack from a uh, crocodile would be more sudden. And also, you're in water, so it just seems scarier to be in water, I think. So I'd probably go crocodile. Well, this guy, he was a resident of Sung Sang Village in South Sumatra in Indonesia. His friends and other local fishermen who were with him on that day, which uh, was just a couple days ago, were shocked to find his body cut in half. They suspect that he was uh, killed by a crocodile. Seems likely. Yeah. His body, which was found in half in the Bank River, has been identified of Sadiq Kamsino, a 40-year-old fisherman in a neighboring village. Sadiq, with seven of his fisherman buddies, had been out exploring the river to catch crabs. They uh, had boarded a ship toward the river this past Saturday, but they later separated and went on their separate ways on small boats. Maybe not the best idea. So, do they think that the crocodile got him out of the boat? Yeah. Oh, that's scary. He was nowhere to be found later that day, so they had authorities search for him, and when we finally found him, his body was cut in half. A crocodile had mauled him, his friend Afon said to the press on Monday just tossing this out there it seems like you'd have a perpetual murder cover if you killed someone and then just toss the body in and let the crocodiles eat them right do we have good enough forensics that if somebody else had killed this guy and then they tossed him into the and certainly we may in america have good enough forensics i don't know about this but would you be able to prove that it wasn't the crocodile that got him, that maybe the crocodiles ate him after he was already dead? Yeah, I think so, because later in the article they say in this area, the wild animals that are known to kill humans are crocodiles and tigers. Yeah, well, that seems like a bad combination. Yeah, it does. But this, they say, looks like the work of a crocodile. Obviously, the tiger would have done what we heard about in that last story, with like what the lion did. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's a tough start. All right, one more death here before we have one lighthearted story. A 32-year-old police officer was bitten and killed by a four-foot cobra, Ugh. which entered his room in the police headquarters in Kurla. This is India. A 32-year-old police officer was bit by this cobra in his room, as I said. Now, his wife was actually staying there because it's a small town, so she gets to stay at the police quarters. This past Sunday, the couple... Um, she says they were feeling restless. Her husband, Baguette, woke up at 2.30 a.m. He asked his wife to fetch him water while he went to the bathroom to wash his face. He then vomited, said the officer who took the report. The police suspect that the reptile must have bitten Baguette when he was asleep. How do you get bitten by a cobra and not know it happened? That's what I want to know, because that would wake you up. Come on, you can't be that heavy of a sleeper. Yeah, something's not adding up here. Well, his wife saw the snake in the kitchen near the gas cylinder, this story says. What's a gas cylinder? That's div- that's obviously something in their country, which we don't have here. Um, she says that she went to tell her husband about seeing the snake, and he was lying unconscious on the bathroom floor when she went to tell him about the snake. She ran out to find help. He was rushed to the uh, nearby hospital where he was declared dead on arrival at 3.44 a.m. Uh, this whole thing just doesn't add up to me. Think some foul plays involved I mean, you're, here? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, if you're in bed and you get bitten by a cobra and you don't wake up, it just seems suspicious to me. Yeah. I, I, I mean, again, the guy's a police officer, but 
you get bitten by a cobra, it seems like you immediately wake up. And then the the wife just happens to see a cobra in the in the kitchen and be like, oh my God, there's a cobra here. And she runs back in there and her husband is dead. I'll pay attention if any more yeah, updates just, come out on that it, story. It sounds like like this is like, like, it sounds like a rig job's going on here, essentially. All right, one lighthearted story to end the three deaths. Animal rescuers in Las Vegas say that they're trying to capture pigeons who have been spotted wandering around the city with tiny cowboy hats on their head. That's actually pretty funny. (laughs) Our boy Bobby Bones could appreciate this. A video posted to Facebook by Bobby Lee shows a group of pigeons in Vegas near the uh, Tropicana Avenue there wearing red cowboy hats. Mariah Hillman, who runs an animal rescue group there, said she's concerned about the welfare of the pigeons. This is all over the TV and newspapers there in Las Vegas right now. Because at first people thought, oh, wow, cowboy hats on these pigeons. Who did that? But then these animal um, rights people are like, wait, how did those hats get on there? Were they super glued? Is this going to hurt the, the Somebody pigeons? Somebody did a lot of drugs. Uh, yeah. So several. And then thought, you know what? It would be awesome if these <laughs> pigeons had cowboy hats, which honestly I do think kind of sounds awesome. But it also sounds like the mind of an incredibly drug, yeah. uh, yeah. drug influenced somebody. Yeah, there's video. I'll post this on at Danny G Radio on Twitter. The video is pretty outstanding. These pigeons are walking around the parking lot with little red cowboy hats glued to their heads. Uh, when we come back, we'll dive in. That's the Animal Thunderdome. Uh, when we dive, come back, we'll dive into uh, Le'Veon. We actually have audio of Le'Veon Bell explaining uh, why he went bowling but was not actually playing in the, uh, in the NFL. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be just popping the poll question up as we speak, which was dumber, the Patriots videoing the Bengals sideline or Le'Veon skipping a game with the flu and going late night bowling. Uh, that is up now. You can go vote at Clay Travis on Twitter, and uh, you'll be glad uh, that you did to be able to get your voice heard in our great debate. Uh, for you guys out there, I beat Cousin Sal in the Fantasy Football League, um, the high-end Fantasy Football League that I'm in. I now have a game against Todd Furman. Uh, He's on Lock It In with me, 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, 2.30 Mountain, 1.30 Pacific. The winner of our game is guaranteed $15,000. So we effectively have a $15,000 Fantasy Football matchup this weekend. Now, Furman is favored, but I have said that partly the Christmas bonus season on the show. By the way, does any other host give Christmas bonuses to people on his show? A couple others. Like who? Uh, I know uh, I got one from Ben Maller before, and uh, and I, I, I can't remember which other host, but I heard a crew talking about another host giving bonuses. All right. So you guys are now invested in this, because if I win this match then I'm guaranteed $15,000, which is a pretty high-end fantasy football payout. What does the loser get? Uh, So we're into the final four now. There's a $60,000 prize pool. Damn. So the winner of the league gets $30,000. The the middle $15,000 to second place, $10,000 to third place, and $5,000 to fourth place. So I'm guaranteed worst case scenario that I'm going to finish fourth in the league and I'll get five grand. Best case scenario, I could win 30 if I won two straight games now in the final four. And obviously, if I lose this one, I could still win the third place game and get 10 grand. I would be very comfortable. I'm sure Furman is not okay with it. I would be very comfortable taking an even split of all the payout in the final four and and just saying, okay, all of us get 15 grand. That seems fair to me. Uh, I would rather just go ahead and lock that in than, than potentially have the chance to win 30. Uh, but I don't think I'm putting him out there. But Scott Van Pelt is also one of the final four. So Van Pelt's in the other side of the bracket. 
and Furman and I are on this side of the bracket. So one of and Van Pelt's had the best team all year long. So Van Pelt is in the lead to potentially win the 30. If you were setting Vegas odds right now, he's had the best team all season long, although Furman's team's gotten hot because he's got Lamar Jackson at quarterback, and Lamar Jackson obviously has been on fire. So I need the Jets. I'm not very optimistic about this, but I need the Jets to be somewhat decent against Lamar Jackson to give me a chance to win. And then the question that I have for you guys, and I want you guys to think about it, I have been, I'm have i just trying to get together, like scramble to get the best possible team. I've now got three quarterbacks that are on my roster because tr- I need a quarterback to be able to compete with Lamar Jackson. I need somebody who's going to have a well of a game. Which of these three quarterbacks would you start for a $15,000 contest going up against Lamar Jackson? I've got Jimmy Garoppolo, I've got Phillip Rivers, and I've got Ryan Tannehill. So partly you have to factor in matchups, right? So basically, who do you think is the most likely to go off and post a big game? Now, last week, all three of these guys were great. All three of them were on fire. Garoppolo, maybe the game of his career. Ryan Tannehill was just extraordinary, almost 400 yards passing against the Raiders. And Phillip Rivers. Do we have the audio, by the way, of Phillip Rivers trash talking? Uh, yeah, it's a little hard to hear, but we can play it if you Let like. Let me play it. This is the, Philip Rivers. They, they were mic'd up. Philip Rivers throws a 90-yard touchdown pass, and this audio is out there. He's going for 90-yard touchdown! 90-yard touchdown! Hey, see, I'm too. You see, I ain't talking. Right? Stay humble, bro. You know he's right here. Stay humble. Stay humble, I can be excited. Yeah, but don't do that by my ear. Don't do it by my ear. Right, I will right, do it by right, my right. ear. I will do it by my ear. No, no, no. Hey, one, That's what I do. One, seven. That's what I do. I'll have you after the game. 17, just keep talking. <laughs> That's Phillip Rivers, and uh, who's the defensive player for the Jags? One of the defensive players from the Jags, and that's Philip Rivers bragging about the 90-yard touchdown pass. I think it was actually an 86-yard touchdown pass, uh, but uh, it, that that in and of itself is, uh, and the referee. Yeah, sorry, I'm not a Jags fan. How do you say his last name? It's N G A K O U E. That's a lot of vowels. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah. So that is the uh, that's the audio of Philip Rivers, who had a big game as well. Uh, there's a lot at stake here. Which of those three do you think you would start? Man, I hate this is why fantasy football frustrates a lot of us because ultimately especially when there's big stakes. I mean, we're talking about the decision that I make here could be worth $15,000 because if I pick the right quarterback, I have a decent chance of winning. Yeah. If I pick the wrong one, I have almost no chance. See, and I would have said Garoppolo right away, but suddenly the Falcons look pretty decent. See, I think Garoppolo can put up a big number against the Falcons. Like I think the Falcons defense is yeah, questionable. And it is in Santa Clara. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the over in that game, but I also feel like that the the Titans-Texans game is going to be a shootout. So, I feel like Tannehill could put up some big numbers as the, uh, you know, just based on the fact that I think the Titans are going to put up a decent amount of points against the Texans. What do you think, Dub, between Garoppolo and Tannehill? And and Phillip Rivers, I mean, who who played really well last week. Well, I, I'd be very wary of starting anybody against the Vikings defense, against uh, especially Rivers, yeah, who's been turning the ball over. I think the answer is Tannehill because I think the 49ers might just run the ball all over the Falcons and just control the clock, get out of there yeah, with a win a with no injuries. Too. So I think the answer is Tannehill here. You go with the hot hand against a Houston defense that just gave up who knows how many points to Drew Locke. So I think Tannehill has got to be the answer here. I say also Tannehill. He's ranked higher for this week on 
as the top quarterback. He's, yeah, I don't know. You can't always go seven. by that, though. I know. I know. It's tough. And the, and the question is, has Tannehill been so good that he's going to regress? And he's going against Houston. I would love our OutKick listeners to help with this as well. <laughs> that way we have somebody to blame besides Clay. Maybe we could do it later in the week because I have to. Uh, yeah, like tomorrow, if we could open up the studio lines and then all of us can have a little huddle and get the best lineup possible because we have a lot also riding put, on this. I could also put it up on uh, on social media. I mean, there's $15,000 minimum at stake here. Like, if I win, I guarantee myself $15,000, and I'm playing for potentially 30000 So that's a big dollar decision here in terms of who to go with at the quarterback position. I think I need to put it up as a poll question uh, for tomorrow. Uh, that's a good idea. Let the, the masses be involved in helping to make a decision uh, going forward here. By the way, question, who's dumber, the Patriots or Le'Veon Bell? Nearly a dead heat. 51% Patriots, 49% Le'Veon. They're both idiots. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare rev up your thrills this summer at cedar point on the all-new top thrill 2 drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway and now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.